We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Outside the Trenches with former Chiefs reporter and insider B.J. Kissel, Super Bowl champion and former K-State All-American offensive lineman Nick Leckie, and KCSN producer Tucker Franklin. The latest headlines, stories, and rumors, plus a blind nail segment where nobody knows what's going to happen. The latest Outside the Trenches, presented by Five Farms Irish Cream, a holiday distillery favorite, starts now. Let's go to BJ Kissel. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to this episode of Outside the Trenches. I'm BJ Kissel, and joined, as always, by my pals Nick Leckie, former K-State All-American and Super Bowl champ with the New Orleans Saints, and Tucker Franklin, our content manager here at KC Sports Network. We appreciate you for spending part of your day with us here in the middle of the the bye week as we get ready for the AFC wildcard round this weekend. We'll get through some of the top storylines, talk a little bit about the playoffs going on this weekend. Obviously, with our blind nil segment, we'll have uh, some more fun in this show a little bit later. But first, Nick, how was the week? How are things going right now? It's good. It's really good. I, uh, I, I'm excited about the cats, the kitty cats and basketball. <laughs> They are looking good. They're on Sports Center, like top ten. Like the plays they're making, like these dudes are fun to watch. I think not a K State podcast, but anybody who's following, I remember talking with people about this, about the way that Coach Tang was doing all that. Like he was endearing himself so well to the community with going and hanging out with the students and doing all this cool stuff that everybody loved him before he ever coached a game. And I was just like, man, I hope he's good because if it's not, it's going to be really uncomfortable because of how much everybody likes this guy. And the fact that they are absolutely crushing it is just a perfect storm for, for everybody. Uh, Mizzou, Tuck, how are, how are things? Listen, Mizzou is a basketball school now. Um, I don't know about football. I don't know what football is. Um, but, no, Mizzou basketball doing well. Listen, both new coaches in the area doing having very good season with Jerome Tang, Dennis Gates. Uh, I believe Mizzou's 13-2, and two, number 20 in the country. So we've got some good basketball going on in the area with college basketball gearing up. Kansas, obviously, number two in the country. Some, some people think they should be number one. Some people, as I mean, all of Kansas fans think that they should be number one. Uh, but, yeah, lots of good basketball, lots of, lots of good things going on, not only in Chiefs Kingdom, but all around for the surrounding college areas. And we've got it all covered at KCSN, which looks I'm going to say, since we launched the college side, KU won a national title. K-State won the Big 12, uh, obviously, in football. Just need Mizzou to win something. <laughs> well, we might be waiting for a while. I'll tell you that. We might be, might be waiting a couple lifetimes. Uh, Don't all right, let's talk about that one. Let's talk a little Chiefs. Let's get to the headlines right now and uh, some news throughout the weekend. Obviously, by week, the reserve future deals. We talked about John Ross uh, on a couple of the other shows, which is a great pickup. But uh, I saw this nugget here from uh, our friend Charles over at the Chiefs Wire that um, with obviously with 2022 coming to an end, broadcast networks uh, and Nielsen uh, TV ratings company had put out their year end data. And uh, it's amazing for the tough, tough day for the football uh, interest is dying crowd because 82 of the hundred most watched programs on TV in 2022 were NFL football games, yeah. uh, including 19 of the top 20 television shows programs that were watched uh, absolutely throttling all of that. And the Kansas city chiefs had eight games in the top 50 
in that regard. And the only teams to have more games in the top 50 were the Dallas Cowboys and the LA Rams, which with their markets makes sense and their brand reach. So uh, that's, that's Patrick Mahomes brand reach. And I'll run through those real quick and get your guys thoughts, but here's the full list of chiefs games in the top 50 and where they rank Uh, chiefs Bengals AFC championship game from a year ago. Not a great experience for chiefs fans, but that was number three. Number four was the Chiefs-Bills divisional round, the 13th second game. Mm. 14, Chiefs versus Steelers AFC wildcard round. Uh, 23, Chiefs-Bills week six of the regular season. Number 30, Chiefs-Bengals week 13 of the regular season. Number 32, Chiefs-Rams week 12, 2022 regular season. Number 39, Chiefs versus 49ers in week seven. 2022 regular season and then that chiefs bucks game back in week four one of the best performances the chiefs had put up this season the 49ers won the bucks won and honestly this game against the raiders that we've been talking about the last few days uh but yeah pretty impressive uh for eight of the top 50 television broadcasts to be covering our kansas city chiefs nick that's amazing like that's amazing to me that nfl football is still beating like playoff basketball playoff baseball uh playoff hockey (laughs) I mean, that's unreal. That just shows you, though, like when they, they talk about getting more games uh, for like NBA and NHL, it's like, no, reduce the games. Like, yeah. reduce yeah. the games. I think you have so many games, people don't give a shit, to be honest. There's like, and with NFL, it's like you get one a week and it's like, okay, you're going to be focused. And that's how it should be. That's the thing, too, is that those each game means so much in the NFL that it seems like a season rides on, on one on one week. And it, it's the same that way with college football. I think college football was in there too. There's a lot of the top broadcasts. I don't think it was nearly as many as the NFL had, obviously. Um, but no, it, it obviously just, I saw that graphic come up and it just showed you how much people love football. Like just yeah. football in general is a big one. I think the Thanksgiving day parade made it on there. Uh, some winter Olympics made it up there, but it, it, it was one of those things where I just saw that and I was like, wow. But to have those games that the Chiefs had, I'm surprised that the uh, that the AFC Championship game of last year had more ratings than the Bills game of last year in the divisional round. Did that that kind of yeah. surprised me a little bit. And also the Rams game this year. Like the Rams, I don't think Matt Stafford played in that game. Like the Rams were kind of decimated at that point. Cooper Cup wasn't playing. So just having Rams Chiefs in there is kind of uh, impressive. I think it just speaks to Patrick Mahomes in the size of the LA kind of market. Yeah. I think looking at the numbers, the other thing, I think one of the reasons Tuck that the Bengals game might be higher is I don't know how exactly they work, but it could like spike the interest. Once people realize the chiefs might lose and that the Bengals were coming back as soon as it started yeah. to get close, probably picked up on social media and then people found a reason to go and watch that game. But um, really interesting uh, numbers there with the TV rankings. And then moving along uh, the, Pro Football Focus put out their uh, first-team All-Pro awards. Uh, not a lot of surprises here, but there were five Chiefs players that were listed to the Pro Football Focus um, first-team All-Pro team. Uh, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, which tongue-in-cheek, a little surprising because early in the year they were kind of knocking down his rankings for uh, you know throwing back across his body or whatever reasons that they were coming up with to kind of downplay uh, the way in which he was playing football. Uh, but they came around. They changed. Uh, Travis Kelsey listed on there. Creed Humphrey, Chris Jones, and then Tommy Townsend uh, listed there. And you look at his net punting average. You look at his average punt. I mean, it didn't just break the franchise record. He shattered the franchise record uh, by like over four yards um, on average for like net yards and net punting average. So phenomenal season kicking the football for Tommy Townsend. We won't talk about the holds because that's a divisive enough subject around here. But <laughs> anybody on that list surprise you or uh, any omissions surprise you? Tucker, we'll start with you. I don't think so. I don't think that there's anything out of the ordinary there for me. Omissions off the top of my head, I can't really uh, think of anybody. Maybe Legereus Sneed as an omission. Uh, I feel like he played really well this year. They kind of brought him into a new role as the season uh, was coming to a close of the regular season was coming to a close of him following the best wide receiver and he played really well. So uh, maybe that that's one of them that, that, you know, off the top of my head, they could have missed, but a lot of guys that you hear from the chiefs that you usually hear when it comes to these lists and in these awards. Nick. I think, I think that this thing is cool because it's, it looks at like week one through four. Right. Cause I think everyone forgets like those, those first couple weeks in the season. And I think, I think Creed just throughout this whole, whole years have been so consistent and, and, and Tooney, I, I thought there was some, some drop in play from him when he hurt his ankle. 
Uh, I, I really do. So I'm glad that he was second team because he's still deserving. He's solid. Uh, but you can tell he's playing through some injuries, missing games. Uh, and that, that was really cool. And, and I love just, yeah, Mahomes, fam. You know, it sucks when you're like really good, like Mahomes or like LeBron, because you're always judged off of like, you know, your highlights from years past. And then you're expected to like exceed that somehow. Where if you look at just take Mahomes and just compare him to like every quarterback and every year, I mean, he's better, but it's like not his best. So that's why, you know, he doesn't garner that, that sort of, you know, MVP talk like last year or the year before, things like that. And it just, yeah, it's, it's, and it's a media game too, I think sometimes too. Yeah. The other, only other one that could have made it, and I went to look to see who got it in front of him, but uh, Nick Bolton with the season that he's had, the numbers that he's put up, I can see him uh, being in that conversation, at least as far as guys that were good enough to be uh, mentioned as far as all pros. Uh, but pro football focus because the analytics, the way they do things, you never really know. There's always a couple surprises, the guys that jump out. Uh, kind of surprised me, at least from early in the season, the way that he was playing. But Bobby Wagner uh, for the Rams listed as the first team uh, pro football focus, uh, first team all pro linebacker with second team being Fred Warner. Not a huge surprise. You would ask me, Fred Warner would have been the guy that I thought right. would have had it. And then TJ Edwards uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles uh, was also the other first team linebacker. And then second team, uh, Levante David from the Tampa Bay Bucks. So not a huge surprise um, with David on there and Fred Warner. But uh, Bobby Wagner, a little surprising uh, to me. But the third and final headline, this has been making the way around social media today, the fact that Patrick Mahomes is now bought in and a part owner, along with his wife, Brittany, of the KC Current. Uh, pretty special to see the way that that Patrick Mahomes and, and Brittany have both kind of, um, you know, accepted not just, you know, being you know the prince and princess of like kansas city and the the role that they're going to have not just for right now but for the next 10 or 15 years and for them to, to put roots down and to buy ownership obviously mahomes got a little bit of ownership in you know the kansas city royals and water burgers and just different businesses around town it's it's a pretty cool thing and you know that the the current it's going to be really special to see that stadium and uh see what they do and only they've got uh some really powerful influential and and good people behind what they're trying to do so I love about Kansas City too. It's a big little town, and I think you know uh, up at the top, you know they're they're sharing the love, they're spreading the love around too, and making Kansas City, you know, middle of the map and making it Sports Town USA, which I think it should be. You know, I I, th I think there we go. I love it. Crazy. He's BJ's holding up a, a pen. It says current member 2022. Listen, I love the colors. Tickets. I love the colors. KC Sports the Network proud season ticket members of the KC Current. Like those colors are up there with the Marlins. Like I love the Marlins no. teal and black and white. It's yep. so clean, like so clean. And the current man, they just nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. They really do. And it's uh, it's good to see Patrick Mahomes get ownership stake in something else besides the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> and, listen, I had to make the joke. It was a layup. I had to. I couldn't. I couldn't pass it up. Um, but no, I, it, it is cool to see both Brittany and Patrick kind of joining their ventures in together with the uh, with the Casey Current. I'm excited to see what that organization does. And obviously. Uh, we've got a KC Current podcast you can listen to on this network. Just KCSN Soccer, search that up. Um, currently is what the name of the podcast is. There's a lot of news that they've got to ta be talking about. Uh, they've Pretty signed um, a, one of an, an incredible forward. I think she's technically a midfielder, but she scores a lot of goals, Dabinia. And they're gonna have a lot. Is it Ronaldo of like women's soccer? Like, can we make this comparison? Is Sporting <laughs> tried to make a move, and then the Current was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like, uh, She's probably like the Neymar. I would say Neymar because that's a, that's a right. country equivalent, right? So, but uh, she can score them, and and looks like the current are going to go with a little bit of a a, a strategy of we're not really going to play a whole lot of defense, but we're going to score more goals than you. Um, that's, that's and I'm excited for that. I'm very excited. Oh, you sell tickets. Let's, let's Americanize. Let's Americanize football, right? <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Five to four every game. <laughs> All right. I'm excited to uh, to get out there for the current games next year. And I'm excited to know what you guys have for our Blind Nil segments coming up right after this. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Outside the Trenches. We appreciate everybody for hanging out. During that little break, Nick just asked me, for those watching on YouTube, if I'm my sweatshirt. Nick, no, this is one of the original hoodies. Tried to, to get our merch through like Shopify and Printify and do it ourselves. And the quality was so bad that at first it was just bad. And then it became kind of like faded retro looking. And now it's borderline like back to being bad. It's so faded. Like you can barely see the KCSN, but it is comfortable. Uh, KCSN stuff is most of what I, what I own right now, but I appreciate that. And because of that comment and a nice little segue as we get ready for our blind nail segments, if it's first time listening to the show, we each bring a segment to the show. We do not know what the other two has have for us. And we're going to start with Nick. What have you got for us? I'm going to give you guys a choice, okay? And I'm, I'm just going to use the sponsor as the, the question, okay? So do you want do you want DraftKings or do you want Holiday Distillery? For what? For my blind nil. I have to, I have Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh, you guys remember gotcha. the old Choose Your Own Adventure mm-hmm. stories from oh, back yeah. in the day? I have Choose Your Own Adventure right now. And there's, no, there's no going backs. Do we have to agree or can we each take one? Take like one. a different one. Take one, Ooh. whatever you want. Well, let, I'll let you pick first, Jay. I'll take holiday. Okay. What's the drinking? What's Saturday, the, what's the drinking? What's, what's the drinking strategy? Because I'm thinking about going to a bar, watching all these. This is like a plethora of playoff games, and I think that there's going to be some upsets here. What's the drinking strategy uh, for this? Like, is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? Is it, is it like you know? Mm. Is it is it go halftime? Is it what's the deal? Like, I've I'm new to this, right? I've I've never done this. But I'm thinking yeah. about doing it. Tucker, you go first because like those of us that are older with kids, I don't have a ton of opportunity to go like plan my day at the bar to go watch like hours and hours of football. So I'm strategically picking Sunday as my day because I believe there are two AFC games um, on Sunday. So it's more along the lines of the things that will affect the Chiefs. So that is going to be my day that I'm like, hey, I'm going to keep an eye on football as best I can. Uh, with kids that have multiple events every day um, on the weekend. So mm. catching games while we can. So I didn't really answer your question, but I'm picking Sunday to watch my games, Nick. Okay. So I think uh, when it comes to a, a, a drinking strategy, I think sometimes people are afraid to start drinking because of what time it says on the clock. Um, but in the words of a great Canadian philosopher, Aubrey Graham, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> so um, true. <laughs> so you got to start somewhere. And I think if you go ahead and start up top. Listen, it's a steel vault, steel trap up in here. I can remember things that I probably shouldn't. And I can't Useless. remember things I probably should. Um, it's probably a little bit of the CTE kicking in. But uh, no, I think that I think you just got to kind of go for it and attack the day with the uh, relentless aggression unknown to mankind. That's another football player uh, type. I think that's Jim Harbaugh that says that. Um, you you quoted Harbaugh? Nice. Yeah. So Harbaugh and Drake all in my answer about you got to just just go for it. <laughs> I think I said you definitely you Uber to the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't. Just, you, you know when parking. you're getting after it starting the day, you get that figured out. You Maybe you pre-schedule that Uber to come get you you got somebody on standby sober the sober uber 
is the greatest feeling ever. Like it's <laughs> the greatest feeling. Cause like, you look at me being responsible and you're just like the whole time I'm in like the thing, just rubbing my hands like this, just like, yeah, we're about to get it. That's what the bartender thinks yeah. too. When he, somebody gets dropped off at 10 AM from an Uber <laughs> and you're just like, let me, you bring like your own padded seat to the bar, like a chair back, back, a chair back. Like, listen, you have to, man. I'm going to be sitting here for about nine hours watching football. I got to be it's, comfortable. It's a great, it's a great day though. I was looking at the lineup and just the, the amount of playoff games and the amount of high quality playoff games. Cause there's some years where you're like, eh. but this year, um, honestly, I think there could be some upsets. Um, you know, based off of what I'm seeing and, and I'm waiting for the Vikings to get upset. Finally, <laughs> you know, like I'm just waiting for them to fall. Like I always thought they were like, a, uh, you know, in blackjack when you have a, an ACE and a nine. Um, mm-hmm. so like a tech, that's a 20, but I always thought they were like a 10, right? I didn't think they were a 20 and they've, they've kind of improved themselves as a 20. So we'll see, but playoffs, they're gonna be a 10. If they don't at play at the, noon, the times yeah. that, at least the games on Sunday, I think a lot of it's going to – how good those games are is going to be a lot dependent upon is Tua going to play, is Teddy Bridgewater going to play yeah. for the Dolphins, and is Lamar Jackson going to play uh, for the Ravens as both those teams that are going to be on the road um, trying to win as underdogs are going to likely be without their starting quarterback. So pretty tough uphill battle for both of them, but those are the two games on Sunday. And then obviously the Chargers-Jacksonville game, a uh, little different. I know Mike Williams is – reportedly going to try to give it a go because the oh. trustworthy doctors down in LA for the chargers told him he just has a back contusion. Um, so they it should might inject it. it might just hey. be a shattered back and we just don't know. They Talked should inject that with it Nate earlier. They, they, they should get the guy who got Tyrod Taylor. They should inject it. They should. His spleen. <laughs> like they're going to miss. He didn't get fired for that, which is unbelievable. That's He's amazing. in a lawsuit right now. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet, man. That'll, that's the craziest launch point. Launch point for a career is Herbert getting that nod. I mean, yeah, that does not so go true. spoken <laughs> enough. By the way, it really doesn't. I mean, it's yeah. It's not like he looks like he's fourteen. So what happens if Skyler if Skyler is with the Dolphins and they they beat they knock off the Bills? See the starting quarterback next year. <laughs> <laughs> it proves that that'd be an amazing back. homecoming. For him to come to Kansas City. Ooh. Oh, and then beat the Chiefs too. Pride Easy. of Fort O. He's got well, listen. I went to the K-State Mizzou game earlier this year. I don't think I've ever told anyone this story. Oh. I went to the K-State Mizzou game oh. this year. Um I've heard the, the story. First... It rained and I you texted me pictures of yourself just looking pretty miserable. It was awful, actually. It was quite possibly one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life. But besides that, before the game started, I was in the stadium, and the first person I saw wearing a jersey was a Skylar Thompson Dolphins jersey um, at the K-State. Yeah, I have the picture on my phone. I'll text it to you guys. But thats uh, I don't think I've sent that. I didn't tweet that picture out. I didn't do anything with it. I just saw I took a picture, and I was just like, all right, I'll tweet that out later. And then Missouri started. And then it started to downpour rain, obviously. And then Missouri just started decide not to play football and play a quarterback who hurt his shoulder in that game the whole game but never never mind it's not a missouri podcast sorry <laughs> you're talking about the big 12 champs so it's okay yeah it's true yeah mm-hmm. all right so so the drinking strategy then is is you can't what was it tucker you can't drink all can't day drink all day if you don't start in the morning i like that one a lot and i've never taken uber and take uber, uber early plan ahead okay yeah. i like that i'm just gonna stick with bourbon all day it's to be fun Mm. It'll be a good time. Can't wait to call you about seven thirty <laughs> at night. Hey, BJ, how's going? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> oh, grab the tough boy. one is that the Miami one is early, so Skylar yeah. Thompson's out there just killing it. The K State fan in you is just going to start getting hyped, getting excited, start drinking them a little faster. I'll forever believe in Skylar. That did late quick. Had what hell of a preseason? Uh, he played stop, really well in that. Stop. No preseason talk. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next blind nail Tucker. Let's have you go next. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, we're talking a little bit more about football here. The NFL released their playoff scenarios last week. We talked a lot about the playoff scenarios. They are the neutral site AFC championship game still in play. So it was not all for naught with the NFL going and, and trying to decide uh, what to do there. But the big problem is, is they don't have, a location named yet for 
a neutral side playoff game. Now, this neutral side only applies to if the Chiefs play the Bills. I don't think could, – could correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it applies if they play the Bengals. Um, but uh, so it's only if they play the Bills, which is – I mean, I know there's some Chiefs fans upset about that. Shouldn't be. They got the number one seed. Um, I want to know what your guys' ideal neutral site location is for a Chiefs-Bills AFC championship game anywhere in the country. BJ, I think I know your answer. I mean, you just gave me a layup. Like, you just just underhanded it right in the sweet spot. Uh, Las Vegas. Dude, Las Vegas, because we are already going to be there for the East-West Shrine Bowl. We're going out there every year. Last year, we were out there at the Chiefs bar out there having some of the, I think it was called, I don't remember what the bar was called, Tucker, but it was Blue Diamond Saloon. Blue Diamond Saloon. It had Naked Pizza was the pizza company inside of it that the pizza was fire. Very, very good. Uh, pizza, which uh, was great to eat after just a complete heartbreak. Uh, awful experience overall <laughs> watching the game there because of how it went down. Uh, but yeah, I would absolutely choose Las Vegas because we'll be out there. We get tickets, go to the game, do post game, hang out with Chiefs fans. Like they've got all the kind, they have all the hotels. Logistics are already set up. They're going to have game day staff because they're putting the Shrine Bowl game out there. So a lot of those smaller issues that uh, other stadiums. Uh, might not be able to solve some of those issues. I think Las Vegas could solve them. So there's a lot of places that make sense. Las Vegas would be one of those places that uh, I think makes sense, and I think it would be phenomenal. We just saw the Chiefs play really well out there. And grass I field. Want it to be out there. Yeah, grass field. The big thing for me is hotels. Nick, you've been there uh, and traveled with these teams. The amount of hotel rooms that it takes for two NFL teams to go to a new city at this point, I don't know how many hotels there are in major cities that have NFL teams that could have a couple hundred vacant rooms that understand how to take care of an NFL team when they get there. No, I mean, any city is going to have it because remember uh, every, the home team and the away team both stay out the night before a game anyways. So yep. any team with the stadium will, will have, you know, the facilities and the banquet see, and stuff like that. And but so they booked those hotels out like the second the schedule comes out, that's where the yeah. schedule leaks come from. When you wonder like, how is some of the schedule coming out? It's coming from the managers of the hotels that that's are so getting true. contacted by the operations people for the NFL. And then their buddies are like, Hey, hotel, like manager, are you getting a call? Like, yeah, this team just called like, okay, well they're playing that day or whatever. And that's how the schedule starts to get released. Um, and, and that's the autograph hounds too. That's how the autograph hounds figured out too. Yeah. Mm. I was told I worked with chiefs. Like people say, what hotel are you staying at? Like, Never <laughs> like wow, fireable yeah. security. Like do not talk about it. Do not take pictures that show people where you are. Like do not make it easy uh, for people, which makes sense at that level. But I think Las Vegas would have enough hotels that it couldn't be so booked. I mean, you're talking six weeks before how many hotels in these major cities are going to have 200 empty rooms for both teams to travel to a new city that isn't already pre-booked. That was my case. I could be completely wrong. I am not a hotel and restaurant management expert. Luckily, that's my degree to a T, actually. That's my degree. (laughs) Literally my degree, hotel restaurant management. So could you tell me on average how many hotels in major cities have uh, 200 or 400 empty rooms? Any, any, Any city with an NFL stadium will be able to accommodate in it them. Because like I said, home team stays out the night before in a hotel room. And then the away team comes in the day before and so it's just be like a normal nfl game uh with that uh but if you're talking like for like crowd support now they'll be able to support it like to me a true neutral site you have to look at logistics i think i think vegas would suck for buffalo because they got to fly all the way from buffalo to vegas right so that's flight time that's cramp time you don't think he's be doing their russell wilson high knees down the aisles saying you know broncos country let's ride up and down it you know so uh to me stories are endless (laughs) <laughs> so many I, can't help, I can't help He's it a cartoon character. right and really just is. for clarity nick i'm talking about like when those hotels become open like eight months they block off those hotels and don't sell yeah. them off do you think that there's a 200 empty rooms right now available in these cities that they're not having to cancel reservations for people that were just planning on visiting that city that's what i'm saying that those hotel rooms are blocked off eight months before. So they know we've got this many open rooms available for 400. Both teams are traveling. So these hotels, if they're at same hotel, different hotels, talking 200 rooms in two different hotels that need to be available like immediately. Yeah. I don't know how, 
much open inventory hotels generally have in these major cities. It just seems like a lot of rooms mm. and a lot of logistics and all the ballrooms for all the position groups to have their meetings. They can't schedule any corporate events in these or kick them out. Like that's where I'm coming from is Vegas has enough options that there's not a lack of hotel rooms or ballrooms to have all these meetings. Miami or Carolina, I think. Cause Miami, cause you have the infrastructure in Miami, but who yeah. knows there might be an ultra dance festival going on right now. Uh, no, no. during that time period. Uh, that's usually when it is. And then uh, Carolina, uh, nothing going on in Carolina, really, probably then. Uh, Nashville would have to be out because of all the bachelorette parties that are probably going on <laughs> in Nashville. And that <laughs> so, stadium's falling apart. Yeah, and, and it's and it's a, sh- a shit show for sure. But I'd say um, yeah. Carolina, um, I, I don't think you could go New York. I don't think you could keep it because that's not that's not neutral for Kansas City. You know, to keep it, you know, Jets or Giants, you know, that stadium. So I'd say Carolina or Miami. University of Buffalo. Or even Tampa, for Christ's sakes, right? The Glass yeah. Bowl in Toledo, Ohio. Oh, my uh, God. Didn't Ursay, didn't Ursay say no for Indy? He's like, no, Yeah, they got, got a volleyball, volleyball tournament going on. <laughs> yeah. Somebody brought this up to me, Tucker, at the event at Holiday Up this weekend, is that how far in advance did Indy plan the youth volleyball tournament where they just understood and knew, like, we're not hosting a playoff game, so we're just going to go ahead and book this <laughs> youth volleyball tournament? No one thinks about that. Point. That's a solid point. That really is. It's like, you know what, you're good. Ryan, you we really yeah. believe in you, but we're going to go yeah. ahead and book this up and probably not promote it, put it on the schedule so people know that we don't believe in our team's ability. Holy cow. To make the playoffs and host the game. I never thought one of the, it was Captain Denny. I think it was him or one of his buddies that said it. And I was like, oh my God, I never thought about that. It's a tough look. It it is so incredible. They're being picked to win their division too preseason. So it's not like that they could have like publicized, yeah, this youth volleyball tournament going to be here the weekend of the AFC AFC championship game. Um, well, maybe they playing, but not they. Maybe they're like Ursay was like, okay, we're gonna make the playoffs for sure, but we're not gonna get home field over Buffalo or Kansas City or Cincinnati. Right. So that was it. I there's one that we didn't throw out there that I've been seen thrown around, and it's Chicago, it's Soldier Field. Um, I've seen Minnesota also thrown out there. I think Minnesota could work logistically. It's a dome. I think a lot of people when they're when they're talking. Uh, about neutral site, they want a dome. They want that closed exposure. But these two teams, man, they're built for the weather. So I kind of want to see it. Want to see it? Uh, this game happen. A weather game. Open air stadium. Yeah, I kind of want to see something like that. And like you mentioned up. Carolina. Like yeah. Carolina, that's not a dome. Like that, that'd be good. I think Miami would be fun too. I was looking up their schedule. They don't have anything that I see um, on their schedule, so Miami could work. Um, no youth volleyball tournaments. Um, so clear there. Uh, Vegas obviously is a good one. I mean, I'm sure SoFi's going to be vacant at that point. Uh, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of good stadiums. You can go CF Russell Stadium in Trenton, Missouri. Um, okay. Oh, cool. oh, look at that one. Look at that one. Look at that one. Look at that one. But, no, you yeah. can't do a logistic one. You got to factor in logistics for the Bills. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You get so, like, to be a true neutral site, it's got to be somewhat logistically close to both. So put it in like an aircraft carrier. They've done basketball and hockey. Still a football game. Remember they had that you problem? Imagine the punts. The- <laughs> like, oh, my God. Get up in that just wind. Just die. Just die. Fall off the side. <laughs> just go off into the water. Like, I don't know what to call. Do it on oh, the Queen Mary. Good. Can you set up a football field on the Queen Mary? Right. <laughs> they should do something like that. I remember the first year they did the basketball in there. They had a hard time keeping the floor dry. Because, like, it kept, like... It rained a little bit, I think, too, when they when they had it on the first one. They're like, we're never doing this again. But then they just did it this year, I think, a couple of years ago. But yeah. um, no, it's really exciting because, you know, the playoff picture is locked. And you guys know that my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, this is really cool. All new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet on the NFL playoffs anywhere else? As Chiefs fans, we get to kick our feet up. We get to throw on that DraftKings Sportsbook app, that wonderful app that I like to use so much, a great user experience, and get to dial up our bets. And here's what you got to do. You're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KCSN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. 
You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Entertain. Educate. Inform KC Sports Network. I love that. I love how we can bet. I'm glad I didn't have DraftKings on my phone because I would have bet money on TCU last night. Like a well, sucker. I lost $15 on TCU. That's a lot for me. That is a lot for you. That's a lot for me. Yes. All right. Time for the final blind nail segment. And guys, I'm going to make it kind of easy. I've got two different stats slash records, things that the Chiefs accomplished this year. One on the offensive side, one on the defensive side. I want you to tell me which one seems more impressive to you based on the context of it taking place. The offensive side, big shocker here, Patrick Mahomes. Setting the NFL record for the most combined passing plus rushing yards for a quarterback in a season in NFL history, surpassing Drew Brees's mark set back in 2011. Nick, uh, not too far from the time that you were with the New Orleans Saints. So Patrick Mahomes breaking that record in a, the season following losing Tyreek Hill, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, one of the most explosive players uh, already to be said in NFL history. How impressive is it that Patrick Mahomes, even losing Tyreek with the new weapons to go up there and have the greatest season in terms of yardage that we've ever seen for a quarterback in the history of the game. That's the offensive one on the defensive side, probably the underdog here. Let's be honest. Last year, the chiefs as a team had 31 total sacks. They were 29th in the NFL and I believe dead last in the AFC. We talked about it all offseason, how much the Chiefs needed to improve their pass rush. They signed Carlos Dunlap. They drafted George Karloftis. And then they had guys internally, Joe Cullen, that addition of Joe Cullen, and what he's been able to do to get the most out of the defensive line. We've seen career highs for guys like Mike Dana. Colin Saunders has stepped up and made some plays. Even Turk Wharton was playing really well before he got injured. Obviously, Frank Clark came in, changed his body, and Chris Jones has been a defensive player of the year candidate. This year... 55 sacks as a team, second most in the NFL. So was it more impressive for Patrick Mahomes after losing Tyreek Hill to set the record for most passing slash rushing yards in NFL history for a quarterback or going from dead last in the AFC and 29th in the NFL and team sacks in one offseason, similar to what he did on the offensive line, where he just kind of fixed it one offseason. Same thing as far as pass rush, bringing opposing quarterbacks down again, 55 sacks second most in the NFL and one of the best marks uh, in franchise history. I believe second in franchise history wow. as well, only fall, only behind the 1990 team that I believe had 60 sacks in Derek Thomas's second year. Tucker, I'm going to go with you first. Which one is more impressive? This is probably a hot take, but I'm going to take the defensive sacks one, and here's why. I'm going to take the sacks one because this defensive front – was relatively unchanged from last year. You add George Karloftis to it. You add Carlos Dunlap in for Alex Okafor. Basically, you that's a one. Let's say that's a one for one swap. Um, you ended up having Turk Warden, who's one of your best pass rushing interior guys that gets hurt. Um, so I think relatively unchanged outside of you know Joe Cole and adding. Uh, you got a, you get a lot more production from the guys that were on the team. You lost like half of Frank Clark. He lost a lot of weight. So he's a completely <laughs> different. He's true. a completely different player. That's true. We got skinny Frank out here. <laughs> slim um, Frank, slim Frank, slim Frank. I do think that that's, that's what sticks out to me about that one is 
every offseason we go through this whole song and dance of the Chiefs need to add an elite pass rusher, right? They need to they need to add a pass rusher that gets more production. They need to that's obviously always cut Frank Clark and then add somebody else. Right? <laughs> this seems like the song and dance we've been through for two off seasons now. And those guys just went out there and said, yeah, we don't really need to do that because we'll just increase our production ourselves. Um, Chris Jones having a career year obviously helped. 15 and a half sacks is a great year. Um, and I joked with Craig Stout when we were at <laughs> holiday on Saturday, and I said, he said, Chris Jones, it's his 15th. And I was like, that's as many as the Chiefs had last year um, because they just didn't get to the quarterback, as you mentioned, BJ, 29th. Um, but seeing them be able to get home, not only the guys on the edge – but the guys on the interior, uh, Colin Saunders played very well in the pass rush. He's getting after the quarterback when he's not, you know, running routes. You had uh, guys uh, on the interior. It was the versatility of those guys too. George Karloff just moving on the inside, sometimes getting some pressure from the inside, being able to move those guys all around like chess pieces has been so good. Um, and maybe it is George Karloff just uh, just to thank for this. Maybe he's maybe he's the reason that he has he's to the thank for the versatility. He's a, he's just a, he's a bonus and him a few sacks. You know, yeah. just just to give him, him to him. There. Round up, you know, get him that title. Go ahead and round push up. the quarterback towards him. There's going to be a case to be made once it's all the dust settles and the season is done. We'll go back and really get into this because um, postseason sack they just mean more. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Like the SEC just means more. I do think that, that it's interesting. Um, when when looking at that unit in their production last year with this year, because basically it essentially stayed the same with the core group of guys yeah. that they have there on that on that defensive line, and I think that's more impressive. I think that's the most right. interesting aspect of it. Yeah, Nick, um, what are you taking? I honestly like the defense. To me, has been the most impressive thing that I've seen. I mean, just getting like because to me, and we you can you can check my receipts, but I told you guys when when this happened that this offense is going to be better without Tyreek. And you can go go check like the first couple episodes because you know Tyreek was such a bright spot that I felt like balls were forced his way when they shouldn't have, and they they tried to get ways, and it was easy for teams to say, okay, who are we going to bracket? You know, who, who are we going to cover? And it's Tyreek. You know, you eliminate Tyreek, and you go, okay, we're going to go Kelsey. Now it's like I don't know who who, who they're going to get, and now you got Kadarius Tony emerging late, right? So and McKinnon, all this stuff, so. That, that, that's amazing, but the sacks, uh, getting production from the killer D's, Dana Dunlap, right? Like the, the guys who don't expect it, you know, the guys who don't expect them to get production and then having the, the defensive backs, right? The DBs getting sacks, you know? So all the killer D's uh, on, on this defense are really getting all this. The guy loves the D's. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to hold it together. I really did. I really did. Oh, Nick loves him some bees. <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't gonna. He was on a roll. I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt. I'm sorry. Him. I've done that a few times. I do that a lot. I'm sorry. Go, I tried to go as long as I could. <laughs> but yeah, oh, man. I mean, I mean, from everyone was like, and, and he really like honestly. Who do they bring in on, on defense? They bring in Reed, Justin Reed. Yep. And and then they drafted uh, who they draft? Uh, uh, half the defense. defense. Yeah, yeah, half the defense. Did they? Br- who else did they bring in? Who was else a free agent signing? Hey, Carlos Dunlap. But like Dunlap, but he yeah. was Dunlap was massive, never going right? to be like no. Dunlap was never going to be a guy that was going to be. I don't think that no, they didn't plan on him being like the starter. He was always a rotational guy, right? Is what I'm trying to say. So, but, but, and, and here's the thing too, is that this defense, people said this defense sucked this year. This defense, just like last year when they had like not a lot of production, Mahomes, this offense put this defense in some really, really bad positions throughout sure. the year. And this defense, you know, this defense won some games for the Chiefs last year and this year. So for, for them to sort of retool through the draft, are you kidding me? And to, for it to hit consistently, and for these players to get production and for them to hold on to Frank Clark, because I think a lot of people would have cut Frank Clark, honestly. No. I, I really do. And I think not doing that shows you how much of a leader he is within a locker room and how what he does on those plays uh, that he's not supposed to get a sack. I, it's pretty cool, his discipline. So I, I just love I love what they've done with this defense. And it's like not the, the usual route where it's like, let's sign three free agents for high money, put them in, let's do it. It's like, no, let's draft and let's get production from our second and third year guys. It's so yeah. cool. If That's only cool. there was a 
media person that's been defending Frank Clark, telling you that he's valuable in that locker room since before he, everyone hated him and wanted him off the team. Yeah. And somebody was trying to say, like, he does bring value. Ask the guys in the locker room. It's not lip service. No. Um, and now we're getting in his time of the year. Talked about it earlier. Frank Clark, fifth in NFL history in postseason sacks and could move right up on that. He is five sacks shy of being tied for the most sacks by anybody in the history of postseason NFL football. Who's got Willie the McGinnis. Willie well, McGinnis. Patriots been there for, for oh, 10, 10 years. Exactly. Makes sense. I was looking at the list earlier. Like there's no active players anymore. He has more than Vaughn Miller. But he has more than guys like Neil Smith and like all like Richard Dent, all of these like old school players that were on really successful teams that played for a long time. I mean, he gets one more sack. He's tied with like Reggie White. Like, it's silly. The names and numbers he's talking about. And He's going to have an opportunity. Um, so, yeah, as much as I wanted to, to, I was waiting for you guys to talk about Patrick Mahomes and the offense, and I was going to disagree. We're actually going to have a consensus here because I think it's wow. more impressive what the defense has done. But mind you, and people watching this probably understand, and I'm going to wholeheartedly say this is a great example of like entitlement for Patrick Mahomes, and we just expect him to be great. <laughs> yes, we didn't yes. necessarily expect <laughs> the chiefs pass rush to go from one of the worst in the NFL, as far as bringing down quarterbacks to then one of the best in the NFL is like, wow, that's impressive. It's like, well, your quarterback just did something nobody's ever done. Like, yeah, but that's what he does. Like we expect him uh, to go out there and do this. And I think on this show, at least I know we talked a lot about um, the ability that Patrick Mahomes, that I say it all the time, the mental acuity he has to read a defense, go where the football uh, needs to be, as opposed to the pressure to feel like we have one of the best wide receivers, one of the most explosive players. We got to get him the ball. We've got to figure out ways to get him the ball. And now it's, we're just going to take what they give us and we're going to throw the ball to freaking Justin Watson or whoever else we need. And you look at the number of stats, like you look at the stats of like the number of receivers on the chiefs that have at least 250 yards receiving and you have one, two, three, four, five, six, eight guys have at least 250 yards receiving for wow. the chiefs this year. They have spread the ball around every week. It's been a different dude. And we've said over the last few weeks, like Travis Kelsey, Marquez Valdez, Scantling and Juju Smith Schuster have not put up big numbers over the last few weeks. It's been different guys. Patrick Mahomes is still putting up not against the Raiders, but the week before against um, the Broncos, like had 320 yards passing in some of these games and he's got, nobody has 130 yards. It's not like Kelsey's putting up 130 yards. So I think it's entitlement, but I agree with you guys that it's more impressive. Uh, the defensive turnaround, which again is saying something considering how special Patrick Mahomes season was Tucker. I think it is kind of crazy too. When you talk about the Patrick Mahomes thing, Ronald Jones, I believe my, my number could be wrong, but I believe he was the 21st chiefs player to score a touchdown this year. So you're talking about 21 different chiefs players scoring a touchdown uh, in the year where uh, the Chiefs were supposed to fall, this was supposed to be a rebuilding year. Remember, remember the Chiefs weren't supposed to win the uh, win win the division and get the number one seed, and they weren't supposed to make the playoffs, and they weren't supposed to do all this stuff. But they've done the opposite of what everyone expected them to do. But it is insane no. what this offense has been able to do. It, it's fan- well, like I think I was watching the Oakland game, and the, the stats from it really kind of popped out to me about what I thought this team would be minus Tyreek, right? is Pacheco, Ronald Jones, and Kadarius get rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And McKinnon gets a receiving touchdown. Yeah. Right? Okay. And then Mahomes has a touch. I mean, it's just uh, – that's, that's, that's this offense now. Is everybody is, is, could, could go to another team and be their number one or number two guy. Any of those guys. Any of those guys could be. And, and that would give that kind of production. And, and that's – you're right, BJ. We're sleeping on it. We're 100% sleeping on that stat. I mean, that, that, that's a great stat. It is. And it's just uh, – it, it, honestly, you know we're not talking about? Veach. Put some respect on his name. For real. I mean, because honestly, like, w- when you cut someone, like, who's, who's a leader in the locker room, it, it sends shockwaves through a team. Like, it really it really messes the chemistry, messes the mojo. And for him to have a, have a pulse – on the team to, to see, you know, Hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're about. And to, to yeah. move the TP the right way. Yeah. That that's, that says a lot about not doing certain things, not cutting people, you know, Same thing with Frank Clark. Yeah. yeah that's, to your that's point. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. You keep Frank, they trade Tyreek and team looks every bit is ready going into the playoffs. I'm glad they played well in all three phases against the Raiders. I feel a lot more confident 
uh, going in. It would be one thing if they just kind of limped in and just kind of barely won and kind of had some of the performances we'd seen over the last five or six weeks. But not only that, they had fun doing the Arctic Circle, Circle of Death, whatever you want to call it. Like, <laughs> I, I, never, it, I need yeah. your opinion on that play as a former player. Like, what would you have done, your defensive player, and you see the other team do that? I'd, I'd be like, here we go with this, this, this nonsense, you know, what, what, you know, 1930s Rose Bowl film is this from? Um, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, what is this action? But it's like, to me, it's like, man, they're like, uh, I'm always uh, a core memory of mine is uh, watching uh, trials of life videos as a kid. My mom got us the tapes and we got the one called predators. And it was the one that had the killer whale just flipping the seal, like, 200 feet up into the air, right. With its thing. And that's what the chiefs were doing, right. They were playing with their, 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 their prey like that, where it's like, you know, they're just, you know, let's do ring around the Rosie and then we're going to score a touchdown on you. <laughs> You're bringing up like predator analogies, Tucker's promoting Canadian philosophers. You have gotten a little bit of everything on this episode. It's the bi-week one. It's the bi-week mm-hmm. one. We appreciate everybody for hanging out and tuning into this episode of outside of the trenches. Please hit that like, and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, please follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll have plenty more content throughout the week to keep you educated, informed, uh, and entertained, uh, as we get ready for wildcard weekend where the chiefs players are hanging out, relaxing, hopefully getting healthy, uh, and ready to go against whoever their opponent is going to be. We'll know after Sunday's games, I'll uh, we'll actually do a post-game wild card uh, show at KC Sports Network talking about whoever the Chiefs' opponent's going to be. Hopefully, everybody has a continues to have a safe and fun uh, week, and we will see you all next time. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.